Hey, I'm a medium, and this podcast is for those who wish to understand the wonderful world of spirit. Where do we go when we die? I'll share stories of mine as a medium and other mediums in our journeys, plus you will hear real-life client readings so that you can know without any doubt that your loved ones and spirit are around you all the time. I'm Jen, and this is the Singing Medium Podcast. Hey everyone, so today is a very special day. Actually, all week has been a very special week in the singing medium world, in the Elevate Her Soul Jen Abrel world. It is my official six-year anniversary. So this is going to be the six-year anniversary episode of the Singing Medium Podcast. It is has been six years since I retired from my teaching position with the school board and I went on on my own and decided I was going to do something very what was considered unconventional and maybe perhaps still is these days and became a medium where I literally talk to the dead all day that used to actually be my tagline you know I quit my job to talk to the dead on a full-time basis and there's so much more to that obviously that is just the little snippet of what I do and what I decided I was going to do and everything has just grown from there and I can't believe it's been six years I know everyone says that and it's so funny because I'm going through this little transition or a shift right now where I know these things to be true like we say in our human experience it's been six years happy anniversary in my six years and then I'm lying in bed last night I'm like dude you know time isn't real right (laughs) And I'm hearing my higher self, whoever is talking to me, that's not my voice and this more intelligent version of myself, if you whatever you want to call it, spirit guide, I don't know, always reminds me, you know, like, okay, you're having the human experience, which is great. And we want you to feel every single emotion. And that's, that's what you're here to do is to experience everything that you can. And I, and I feel like I have done that in my work over the last six years. And I know there's still more to come, but you, you know, you fight with yourself in your mind. You're like, oh, well, there's time isn't real. So why are we celebrating six year anniversary? But we're just going to dive into the human experience. And I know you guys love the giveaway. So I've been giving away prizes and experiences on Instagram, elevate.hersoul. And I usually in the past, when I have celebrated my anniversaries, I've been mostly focused on Facebook for just lately. Uh, and I think it was one of my predictions that Facebook is going to become obsolete. The energy in Facebook has completely shifted, not in a great way. So I barely spent any time on there. So if you only follow me on Facebook, the Siggy Medium page, I highly suggest that you shift over to Elevate.HerSoul on Instagram because that's where all the giveaways were. I ended up sending one email to my email list and I just didn't stick with it. I'm like, no, I'm just going to focus on one area because I feel like I'm, I don't know if it's, I've talked about this before about the manifesting generator. I don't know if that's just an excuse, but like I'll just liking to do a lot of things like getting bored easily. So getting a really good idea and then running with it and then you get bored of it. And so you go onto the next thing and then you add more things to your plate. And then I've like eliminated everything. Then I go, I'm just doing readings and then I'm going back to everything else. So we're just going to go with it. It's just it's just the way it's going. And I catch myself too. I'm like, oh, wait, you're doing a lot of things again when you said you're only going to do A and B. Now you're doing A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L. Like you're doing everything again. So we'll, we'll get recalibrated here, but I just wanted to be present for a moment and just acknowledge everything I've been through, 
all the amazing clients and people who have come into my life in the last six years, clients and students. You know, I never imagined myself to be a spiritual development teacher, teaching mediumship, teaching psychic development, having my own school, my own online school, spirit school, year two we're into right now. Uh, it's just been like a, it's been a, it's been a wild ride. Like I could tell you some stories of the, like, so what I've decided to do instead of like having a really long two hour podcast here and like telling all my stories, what I've done is I've compiled a list of six things to honor the six years and I'm doing quotations six years because there's no time. Time is illusion. Um, again, in the human experience, it's been six calendar years and I want to honor that because that's what we do as humans. We honor these and we celebrate our milestones and we celebrate our accomplishments and that's maybe something that I might not do in the future, but right now it resonates with me on this level. And so we're going to do that, but I'm going to compile a list. I've compiled a list of six things I have learned as a medium. And you might be surprised by them because they do apply in the human world as well. So I have talked about before, and before I get into the the, the gist of this podcast, um, and I will announce the winners of the give. Oh, there goes my alarm. Time to wake up. Wakey, wakey. Oh, don't you worry. I've been awake since 530. <laughs> it is 650 a.m. I normally record this at Thursday on Thursday nights, but I just needed to go to bed. So instead, we're waking up at 530 today to, to just be awake for no reason. And so I'm like, we might as well record the podcast right now and get it out there before I've had my tea. So we will see how that happens. But anyways, I will announce the winners of the giveaways. I have chosen the winners. Um, fortunately or unfortunately, there was only four because today is Friday and I have won't be able to announce a winner. So we're going to stop there. I may give away a whole year tuition for spirit school. So look for that. Maybe today I will do that on day five. This should technically be day six. There should be six giveaways, but I did give away six journals of my own journals. Okay, let's get into the podcast. I don't have my glasses on, so I need to bring my book way up to my eyeballs. Um, An announcement before I start, and I've added something new to the podcast today, which I love. Um, We're going to add a tell me something good story. But I have an announcement for my classes. I still um, am running mediumship level two in January. It's on Thursdays from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I have a lot of my medium one students are signing up, have signed up, and are committed to signing up for medium two. So there'll probably be about three spots. So if you'd like to learn how to be a medium in a little more of a... See, that's the problem. I don't want to say beginners can't join or advanced. It's... You know what I mean? It's just uh, it's just the word medium too sounds more advanced, but I'm telling you, it depends on the levels of the students because I have medium one students and I've bragged about them before this new class. I don't know what is in their water, hopefully not fluoride, but they, I know there's no fluoride in their water because they are they are clear as anything. They are talented, they are skilled, they are early on. Like they're just, they're like babies, but they know like university things in the mediumship world. And so last night in class, I gave them something more challenging where we talked about incarnate and discarnate spirits. And you might be wondering, what the heck does that mean? So an incarnate spirit is someone who is alive. So basically, you're a soul and it's in your body. So you're in your body, your soul is in your body. A discarnate spirit is a soul that has no body. So basically, it's someone who has passed over. So sometimes in a mediumship reading, you might not know this, is that if you're doing a mediumship reading, 
either you're studying or you're having a reading, sometimes an, uh, an incarnate spirit will show up, which doesn't really make sense, right? Because you're like, wait a minute, that person is still alive. How can they be speaking to you in a mediumship reading? Because the technical definition of mediumship is communicating with a soul who has crossed on, um, learning how to communicate with them and bringing that evidence, right? And so how do you how do you know if there's an incarnate spirit? It has happened many times. And so anyways, I was we'll learn more about that another day, but I was teaching the students who are brand new level one mediumship students, brand new babies to this spirit world communication, and they understood the concept of incarnate and discarnate. And it, ironically, because I teach my classes based on spirits, inspiration and ideas, spirits like talk about this. And I'm like, that's a little advanced. Spirits like just do it. And I'm like, okay. And so in the class, I had one of my um, more advanced developing mediumship students who has been with me for a year or so and more. I had her come on and do a demonstration of what she's learned so far of her mediumship abilities to my year one students. And she nailed it, by the way. But ironically, the second spirit, the second soul who came in, she did three readings in a row. She transitioned through three spirits. The second one, guess what, was incarnate. Okay, so there was a there was a method to the madness of spirits saying you got to teach them about discarnate and incarnate spirits. And this might be over your head, but I'm telling you, if you are interested at all in becoming a medium, this is something that you need to learn. And again, in the next next little bit here, I'm going to I'm going to share with you the six things that I've learned in my mediumship journey, because I thought I naively that because I want to be a medium so badly and I would do anything to to get there. And I took classes and I was passionate about it and I still am. And it changes, you fluctuate over the years, but I'm telling you, it, mediumship is not just communicating with those who have passed on. It is literally a journey of you. And I've talked about this before. You learn so much about yourself when you connect with spirit. I think it's even more than what how you would learn if you didn't study mediumship. I know that sounds weird. Like you're gonna learn if you're gonna learn your lessons eventually and you're gonna learn things about yourself eventually but you fast track it when you become a medium. It's just like in your face, in your face, in your face. You know, you learn boundaries, you learn, you know, um, protection, you of not giving your power away. There's so many things and, I, and I'll share mine with you in a little bit here. But anyways, going back to mediumship classes, um, there's that and I think I'm going to, that's for winter, and I think I'm gonna actually launch another medium one in, in winter too. It'll probably be a Wednesday evening around seven. No, I can't do that. Anyways, I'll get back to you on that medium one. Okay, so stay tuned to the end because I am going to share with you. I'm going to share with you um, the winners at the end. At the end, I'm going to share. I'm just turning my, I'm distracted because I turn my alarm off so it doesn't beat for you guys again. So you know that the snooze, hit the snooze every nine minutes. Woohoo. Okay, I want to share a tell me something good story that one of my students Ooh, I got a lot of messages on Facebook here. Ooh, I wasn't expecting that. Okay, one of my students um, saw my story and it was like, tell me some, tell me a good story. I want to hear some good news because obviously, as you know, this world is insane. It's probably always been insane. We probably just didn't realize it until now. And um, things are going down. Things are going down. Keep an eye on my predictions in the blog because I'm telling you, they're starting to come true. Of Like everyone's going to be held accountable. The truth always comes out, you guys. So that my student shared this good story with me. So I want to share, and it has to do with mediumship. I wasn't expecting a mediumship 
feel good story, but we're going to go with it. So she said, um, good morning, Jen. I wanted to share something good with you. I had done a reading for a male not too long ago. He came into the reading not knowing what to expect. So this is cool because she has a male client. Male clients are very rare in the mediumship world. Through the reading, I was told from spirit that he was thinking of taking his life into his own hands. His marriage was in shambles and he was about to lose everything. He cried throughout the entire reading and validated everything that the student had said to him in the reading from the thought of taking his own life to an affair. And once he heard from his grandfather in spirit, it was like a switch had turned on. And so he just texted me the other day to tell me if he had not met her, he likely wouldn't be here to type this message. What? Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Um, this has happened in the past to me too. People are like on the edge and they, you know, you never know where someone is. You never know. So mediums have this beautiful healing ability. That, I mean, a lot of us are Reiki practitioners and healing, have healing modalities, but I'm telling you, the power of mediumship is uh, just uncanny. It's just uh, unbelievable. And sometimes we don't know the impact that we make. So if you're looking to make an impact, this is the one way to do it. And you don't go into mediumship thinking, I'm going to change the world. I'm going to make an impact. I'm going to stop people from taking their own life. I'm gonna, like, I have stories that you would be like, what? How, how did you like get over that? You know, it's heartbreaking. It is. It can be heartbreaking, but when you're properly trained, you know that you can you do this neutrally, that you do it neutrally. So anyways, there's a lot to learn. So if you're considering that, I would love to have you in my classes. And even if you're not resonating with one of my classes, I highly recommend if you want to be a medium that you go take a class. The only thing I suggest, uh, well, I suggest a lot of things, but the only thing that I do implore you is that you make sure that you resonate on an energetic level with this teacher and that they know their shit. Because I'm seeing a lot of false information being put out there about those who have passed over and how it works. There was a, oh my God, yesterday I got so upset. There was another fellow psychic on Facebook and her post came up and I, and I was like, what? I had to double read this. You just got to be careful. And I'll talk about this more with my six things I've learned in mediumship, but you got to be careful. And if you're the reader, if you're the recipient of these messages, you've got to really use that discernment. Like, uh, does that fit with me? You've really got to get that stronger. And that's what's happening on the planet right now is people not waking up necessarily. I don't like that term, but I feel like a lot more people are like digging into their gut instincts and it's getting stronger and their intuition is getting stronger. And it's, I keep talking about fluoride, but like less people are drinking water. You're like, what about the water? Right? There's fluoride in the water. And guess what that does? Your pineal gland gets calcified very quickly out of all your parts in your body or your organs and it just calcifies very quickly so if you're having trouble with your intuition or i mean it sounds ridiculous but like consider what are you kind of water are you drinking do you know about fluoride right are you going to the dentist and you're like hey guys give me some fluoride in the tray so just do your research i'm not telling you what to do just do your research these are things that i've learned over the years i didn't know this till i became a medium i don't know any of this stuff till i became a medium it's like you come online when you when you study mediumship. All right, let's get into six things to celebrate the six years of this. And I will preface by saying this has been the hardest year. I don't say the hardest year, maybe the more, most challenging year so far. I mean, I've always had ups and downs in the business, my business, and that's normal in any kind of person's life, personal or business-wise. But I'm telling you, this year has been very challenging where this is the one year I remember the most 
where I really want to give up, where I'm like quitting. I'm like, I'm out, can't do it anymore. You know, where things stopped working all of a sudden. Um, like there would be months with no one signing up for a reading or having a really challenging time filling my classes. Like my classes used to be like 10 or 20 people. Now they're like, I had to like pull teeth to get five in there, you know? So it was very like, just had me pausing, which is great. Pausing is amazing. It's an amazing skill to have is to pause, which I'm not really good at because I'm always like, go, 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 go. And I don't think I just do, you know, I just get inspired. I'm like, yes, hell yes. That's the, I never pause. So I've also had to use, learn how to pause and be okay. What, what's going on? And not even just asking what's going on. Maybe just being like, you know what, like screw it, whatever I'm out, you know, like even just saying that, cause that's a form of surrender and saying, just fuck it. Like I've just fucking, I can't do this anymore. And uh, allowing sort of the universe to take over, which sounds very cliche in the spiritual community, but I'm telling you, if you like whatever you call it, the divine, the, the power, you cannot deny there's a power bigger than you. And when you tap into that magical, whatever power, it, it can work wonders for your life. It, I'm proof of that, you know, so I'm like, I just gave it up. I'm like, you know what? I, I'm I'm washing my hands of this. And I decided to apply for like, like, I don't know if I ever shared what kind of jobs I was applying to, but I full circle six years ago when I quit my teaching job, I hated it obviously, because I left. And in April of this year, I had an idea when I was on a walk to reapply for the school board. And I was like, what? Where is that coming from? I don't want to do that. And I was so frustrated with my business that I did it. And I've had uh, two interviews, nothing, no news yet. But, you know, it's just weird how you're like, well, I retired from this. And this is this big deal that I retired from the school board. And here I am six years later, trying to go back you know it's just like a really weird full circle kind of thing and I don't know if I would even get hired as a supply whatever a student or a supply teacher um but we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it because I'm still some days where I'm like huh when things are working really well things are great <laughs> as you know as a human being when things are going really well you're like yeah this is where I'm supposed to be, baby. And then things are going to shit. You're like, oh my God, maybe I'm not supposed to be doing this. But then you have to really dig deeper and like, you got to really feel into why is it, why is it like this? Is a pause bad? You know, are all these no's bad? Maybe they're redirection and maybe it's an up leveling of your business. You know, you never know. So on that note, I'm going to here are six things I have learned as a medium in the last six years. All right, starting with number one. Number one is one of the best things I can tell you, and I really want you to listen to this. It's really important, and this can, not just for mediums. So if you're not a medium and you're like, well, I don't need to listen to what she's learned as a medium, this applies to your life. These are life skills, okay? And I don't, I honestly can say that I don't think that if I hadn't become, if I wasn't a medium, I don't think I would learn these things. I really don't. I mean, I, there is a possibility I could have learned them somewhere else in the, down the road in the future, but I'm 47. I'm almost 48. My birthday is coming up. You know, it, it takes a long time to learn these things, but I feel like they're fast-tracked when you practice mediumship. So the first one is you must, and, and I need to implore this to you because a lot of people are scared shitless to do anything scary, and that is your choice, but I'm telling you, you have one life. You have one life. And if you are not taking any risks in your life, 
because you're too scared that something's going to go wrong or it's going to be the wrong decision. I can't, I couldn't live your life. So the thing that I learned the most, number one, is you must take a risk. Like, you must take a risk. Did I ever tell you that story in Costa Rica? No, where was I? Costa Rica. Yeah, Costa Rica. I got to, I was blessed enough to be able to go to Costa Rica and stay with a friend um, for a very cheap price. So it's not like I have, I have millions of dollars and I can just gallivant across the world on a whim. Um, but I went, I got an opportunity to go and we went on this tour where you go zip lining and then you go horseback riding and then you go whitewater rafting. I think I've told some of these stories to my students where whitewater rafting, you're with these guides, these seven dudes from Costa Rica and they swim with you as you're on this inflatable raft just holding on with your hands to these broken ropes on the side of this thing anyways a couple times where I almost died like I, it sounds dramatic but I'm telling you every time I go somewhere I almost die I, I'm not joking like so I take a risk you know it's a risk to go and do these adventures even though you sign this waiver and you're wearing your helmet and you've got the the uh what's that thing called where you have to strap around your up your hoo-ha and your waist so you go and attach it to the um zipline um right the whole time you're thinking oh my god i'm gonna die you look down you're like oh my god i'm seriously gonna die the thing's gonna break i'm gonna crash i'm gonna die but when when the water rafting that one of the guides whipped me so i went down this very steep um waterfall and i like fell off and i went under the water like i was like could have drowned all of a sudden this magical hand reaches down and pulls me out i'm like oh thank god and then just after that happens i'm like oh my god i'm gonna die then he whips my, uh, with me on the raft, whips my raft into this wa- rock wall so hard that I smash my head. And I swear to God, when my head smashed so hard, I thought I was going to die. And then number two is that I, you know, I'm like, uh, something jolted in my brain. So like, I'm like freaking out. And there was still like another hour. To, you know, this, this raft ride never fucking ended. Like it was like, I thought, oh, it's so calm. We're going to go on this little on this little, you know, stream here. We're going to, no, there is no relaxing on this thing, um, which they don't tell you when you sign up for this thing. But so I smashed my head so hard. When they smashed my head, something happened to my brain. I don't know what happened, but it was that hard, you know, even with the helmet on. So if I, obviously I would have a helmet on, but if I hadn't had this on, I would probably be dead. Um, so, so things like that, taking a risk, like, that feeling of fear that you're gonna like you could have died or your, your heart jumps up and I use the you know that feeling this is a silly example but when you you walk down the stairs and it's dark or whatever and you miss a step and then but you catch yourself just in time so you don't fall down the stairs that oh my god that that that's a that's the feeling that you want to have I know it's uncomfortable but like you've got to take a risk so anyways at the end of this adventure thing in Costa Rica we went and like painted ourselves in some weird volcanic mud and then you're supposed to jump into this very safe pool of water um not a pool but like a lake with like rock walls everywhere and you're supposed to jump in there to get it washed off well i'm like okay i'm gonna jump and i held on my friend and we go one two three we're gonna jump in and it wasn't even that deep but i don't know what happened because i hit my head so hard and i already almost died like two times and this was at the end where you're supposed to relax huh okay and so anyways we go one two three we're gonna jump and we went one, two, three, jump, and I pulled my hand away from her, and she jumped, and I didn't jump. That is like, I have never forgiven myself for that. For that, I'm like, why did I jump? Why didn't I jump? 
everything else was way scarier, but I couldn't jump in this little pool to to and so that has stuck with me all the time. You know, I didn't I didn't risk me whatever getting water up my nose. I didn't risk maybe I don't know where the bottom is. Maybe there's a rock I'm gonna hit, you know? So all these things have taught me like you got and in mediumship especially if you are if you're playing it safe and you don't take a risk like if I say to my students okay I want which I have done this week I said to my one-year students whole medium class I said listen I need you guys to do a demonstration at some point before the end of year because I need you to do a demonstration that's one of my requirements in my class that you do a demonstration and a demonstration is you know going you guys have been to an event before where you've seen the medium goes at the front and they you know do a bunch of readings for people in the audience but my students only do it online it's not in a, in a real live event which I have done before um, and so they're all freaking out they're like I'm not doing that I'm too scared I'm like have I taught you nothing like <laughs> I wasn't mad, I'm, but I'm like, have I taught you nothing? Because everyone, you need to understand that you being a medium requires bravery. It requires of you courage. It requires of you risk. And if you're playing small, you will never develop as a medium in the way that you could. It's terrifying. I mean, I'm not selling it very well, but like being a medium is one of the best freaking things I ever did. I always talk about, oh, it's this, this, and this, but I'm telling you, I learned to take risks. So I take risks in my mediumship. I take risks in my business. Like when I was in ceremony last year in ayahuasca, Spirit said to me, you're playing, you're too safe. And I thought about that. I'm like, you're right. I'm not taking any freaking risk because I didn't want people mad at me. I didn't want people coming at me and challenging me on a post or challenging me in something that I've said, you know. Um, so that's when I started to really take the risk and be like, I'm just going to say whatever the frick I want. And if you don't like it, that's too bad. So taking a risk of me sharing those psychic things is a big risk, right? And I feel like there was a, I took a risk and now it's sort of being plateau. It's plateauing now. So I need to take more risks. So once you start getting in a comfort zone and like no one's coming at you, that's when you know it's time to take another risk. All right. Number two, the second thing I learned in mediumship. Stop playing small and hiding for the love of God. Stop playing small and hiding yourself. And I know, like, I'm shy. Uh, I can't tell people that I can talk to dead people or that I'm psychic. I'm o- I'm over it. Okay? I can't. One thing that you'll learn as a medium is that life is fucking short. And so I get so, I do get frustrated. People are like, play small and don't tell anyone. I'm shy. I can't. Oh my God. Stop. So this kind of goes on with the risk. You have to decide that you're going to stop playing small. And if you're a closet medium, um, how are you sharing your gifts? Your gifts are not being shared. And yeah, I know there's a lot of mediums out there, but you do it uniquely. You have your own style and you're going to help someone. You, if you help one person, you've done your job. Okay. The playing small thing ties into taking the risk, but like shrinking, I used to shrink. Do you know what I thought about the other day? I used to take selfies with only half of my face. So all of my selfies were like, here's only half my face because I was I was hiding. I was playing small. I didn't want anyone in the spiritual community to get mad at me uh, or come at me, bro, because I had, when I first came out as a medium and said, I'm going to do this professionally, I had so many mediums come after me in the community and attack me 
um, not physically, but like verbally. They talk smack about me. They spread rumors around about me. They came after me in messages. I had to block two of them. Like they were nasty. And um, that probably will not happen to you, but you're going to have something like experience something that's going to help you go, okay, I'm not, I'm not taking your crap. So you also get into your power. Becoming a medium allows you to step into your power where you stop playing small. You're like, I'm going to claim my fucking spot in this planet. Do you understand me? Like, I'm here and you're not getting rid of me. Um, so that can stop playing small and hiding can apply to anything in your life. But I'm telling you, in mediumship, you cannot play small and you cannot hide. You've got to claim your spot. All right. All right. Number three. And I have talked about this before. My dad actually said this to me. Um, in a lesson having to do with my family, um, he said to me one time, not everyone is where you are. Not everyone is where you are. And this applies in mediumship too. If you if you come to a mediumship class and you're like, oh my God, that person is so good. That person is so good and I'm not doing very well. I'm, And you start comparing yourself to other students in the classroom. That is really going to mess you up. It's going to mess with your head. Um it's just not a good place to be. So you have to recognize on a human level and on a spiritual level that not everyone is where you are. This helped me immensely mm-hmm. with um, people not waking up, right? So I share all these truths and all the truth is coming out. And even though the truth is coming out, people still are not acknowledging the truth. You know what I mean? So I can't be like, well, how come you don't get it and getting mad at people for not knowing what I know or believing what I believe or seeing the truth when I want them to see the truth because they're not ready. They're not ready. So not everyone is ready and not everyone is where you are. And the more you push and try to force your opinions and your beliefs on someone, the worse things get for you, okay? This applies to everything but being a medium. And uh, my dad had taught me this. Not everyone is where you are. You have to accept and love people for where they are and who they are. And anytime you try to change someone, it's going to blow up in your face. You cannot change anyone to have a behavior or act the way you want them to act towards you because you deem it to be so. So acceptance. Acceptance is something that I have learned to accept people for who they are and where they are and not try to change them. Okay? Because... I could tell you stories about, you know, my personal life with Chad and I always want him to be something different and he wasn't acting the way I want, you know, it just applies to everything. But being a medium has fast tracked that for me, like fast tracked. Okay. Okay. That's super weird. So I just had to stop recording this at, um, to save it. And it was 30, 33, three. Oh boy. Okay. Um, so let's keep going here. Oh, we're moving on to number four. So number four that I've learned. Spiritual, and listen very carefully to this one. Spiritual people are not better than you and toxic information is being shared. Okay. There's a lot of spiritual narcissism in the spiritual community. And some days I just want to scream and pull my hair out and just get the F out. So people who are spiritual, I mean, we are all spiritual. All of us, every single human being, we're a spirit in a body. They're not better than you because they know more things. I'm not better than you because I know all this shit about spirit and mediumship and the universe and mushrooms. I'm not better than you. Um, We're all one consciousness, right? You know that. Um, The toxic information that is being shared is uh, the level is uh, the audacity of people who are just sharing things that they have no business sharing. 
So make sure you know your thing. Like I most likely have shared something that is probably not the whole thing, like the whole explanation or I don't have an experience to be sharing something like this. But I, I saw yesterday on a post on Facebook, I talked about earlier in the, this episode about a psychic who was posting things and she was saying things like, God, like she was trying to sell a course. So number one, trying to sell a course based on like using spirit, the spirit world to sell a course. Um, it's it's just the way that she was doing it. So she was saying things like, um, you guys, spirit, your loved ones are not gone. Gone is bullshit. I was like, what are you saying to these people? What if like someone who didn't understand how the spirit world works and like we know that their essence, their their soul, their light, their consciousness is around, is in us, around us, and, and you know, it's in, we embody them because we're one consciousness. A soul is a soul is a soul. So if we're incarnate and they're discarnate, we're still a soul. We just have a body and they don't. But to tell someone, it's so dangerous to tell somebody who is, doesn't understand all of this, how it works, that their father who just passed like two days ago is still with them. Like that would put me in a, in a, in a hospital. Like if I didn't know, you, you got to be careful. You don't know where someone is like going back to number three. Do you know what I mean? So like, you got to be very careful with what you say, what information that you share. And I have said before, oh, so-and-so is with you, but I do it with people who I know understand, right? Because I talk about in my book, how there's signs everywhere. And I always wonder like, how do they do that? If they're dis the discarnate, how do they leave a feather for you? You know what I mean? So some things I don't know. We can't know everything about the spirit world. We can't know everything about mediumship. We can't know everything about everything. You can't. And if you think that you do, then you're in your ego, which leads me to number five is that ego cannot be destroyed. <laughs> so one of the other toxic things in the community is like, oh, you can't have an ego. You know, oh, transcend your ego. Um, I can count on one hand of people in the spiritual community that have sort of done this and they're, they most, they've all passed except for Eckhart Tolle, I think. And I'm sure he has ego as well. But like uh, Ram Dass transcended his ego even before he he uh, crossed over the spirit world, you know? People who are saying, oh, I'm, I don't have an ego or my, you're dead then. Like you're go, you have to have an ego. Ego keeps you safe. Ego's like, ego's like don't drop, jump off the bridge, Jen. Um, you know, the ego also can be very loud being like, you shouldn't take that course because you're not good enough. Like that's that's ego for sure because that's the job of the ego is to keep you safe. So if you transcend or discard your ego for the sake of spirituality, for being more spiritual than someone else, that's ego. You can't, you can't destroy it. So don't try. Don't try to be like, oh, I don't have an ego today. No, you can practice it. You can practice it like, I'm not going to judge someone like me telling you that story about when I had COVID so bad, I literally felt like I was dying for three straight weeks in bed. And I remember having like, I couldn't be on the phone. I couldn't do anything because my head hurt so much. I couldn't do anything. Any screen would just make it worse. I remember being like having all these thoughts come in my head. Like I will never ever judge another human being for wearing a mask outside in their car, um, inside never because they most likely, I understood it on a different level. Maybe I understood it on a soul level. I don't know. But I got out of the ego mind of like judging people at, for a moment, you know, of like, I'm not going to, because I used to be like, what are you doing? That's ridiculous. But having gone through that, I, I can see it at a different way now. 
right? So empathy and discernment and uh, compassion for people is is not of ego. It's more of soul. So little you can have moments of this, and because um, they probably had it and they're terrified. I understand their fear now. I understand their fear. So I don't judge people for that anymore. So you have moments of this where you're more in your soul and you have less ego, but your ego cannot be destroyed. Number six. Number six. I learned this with this podcast. Before I had the Singing Medium podcast, and if you go back, I think it's actually still under it. Way, 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 way. If you scroll way, way, way to the beginning, I still think the Elevate Her Soul podcast episodes are still up here. When I um, had a producer for, I thought I needed a producer to do a podcast. And uh, there's the ego, right? Uh, cost me a lot of money. He did a great job, but it cost me a lot of money. And I decided one day that I didn't, I'm going to do it on my own, right? So this podcast, I wasn't consistent with that podcast, but with this year, I've only missed like one or two, either because I'm sick or mentally not well. <laughs> uh, but consistency, number six, consistency will get you everywhere, but you are allowed to take a break. So the sixth thing I've learned as a medium is consistency will get me everywhere, but I am allowed to take a break right we think we have to be of service all the time we always got to be on you got to be of service you got to be of service how about being of service to your damn self right so that that's one of those toxic things that we're programmed into the spiritual community and i've said before on my blog that um the spiritual community is also a program now which is unfortunate i have to undo that as well but you know you're allowed to take a break you don't always have to be going you don't want to get to the point where you're pushing yourself so hard that you get sick or you have a mental breakdown, or, and because all these things have happened to me, right? But for consistency for me with the podcast, it gives me a sense of like, I don't know, wholeness, accomplishment. Um, even though I don't know, like you can look at stats all day. So maybe the biggest amount of listeners I've had is the predictions one for the year, and that was like 700 downloads. And um so, and they go down from there. So I don't know how many people listen to the podcast. I don't know if I'm helping anyone, but for me, I'm helping myself by showing up. Sometimes I don't feel, it's like going to the gym, right? I mean, I was going to the gym and then I got sick and I was like, I'm not going back anymore. So it's hard to get, once you get out of it, to take a break, to get back in it. But if you can like really build that mindset up, like it's going to help you and it's going to help someone else, then consistency really helps me show up. Like it's like a, I made a soul contract with you guys that I'm going to every Thursday or Friday, I'm going to record a podcast. And even if I don't have anything to talk about, I'm going to do it anyways, you know? So it just, for me, it feels like I've accomplished something um, in my human world. So, and then, and then I have a bonus, a bonus lesson I've learned from being a medium. So, you know, I always talk about meditation, right? Meditation, meditation. You got to sit in silence. You got to be quiet. You got to get off your phone. It's really hard to do, yada, yada, yada. Meditation, here's number seven. Meditation is key, but also scream your freaking head off. So I saw, I was like, it didn't dawn on me to like, I've done this before where meditation isn't helping me. Like something has gone down. I'm losing my mind. And if I meditate, I'm just squashing that shit down. I'm pushing it down further. So I've gone before where I, my whole body and soul is inside screaming where you've got to go for a car ride and you've got to go somewhere where you can scream your bloody head off in the car. Um, I've done that many times, more, mostly like in the beginning of my work here as a medium because that's when things were going, some, some things were going down. But screaming like that blood curdling, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Primal scream where you just like have to get that energy out. Sometimes meditation doesn't cut it. 
right? And I've also learned that as a medium that sometimes meditation is not going to help you, uh, but screaming will. So if you need to get something out and you need to go scream, I highly recommend you go scream in a car. Actually, one time I had Reiki, for someone offered to give me Reiki. A Reiki master offered to give me Reiki when things went down. And um, I screamed so hard in her little area there. I felt so bad. I'm like, you're gonna have to stage the, stage the shit out of me after me leaving in this room. Because I just screamed, like the screaming. There's been about a handful of times where I've been able to scream, but afterwards I felt so much better, like better than meditation. So scream first, get it all out, then meditate. And especially if you wanna be a medium, you have to tie in the meditation consistently. So the consistency will get you everywhere, but meditation will also open you up more to how spirit works and gets you out of your mind because you can't be in your mind when you are doing this work. And I know that sounds weird, but if you're a student of mine, you, you're starting to get it, you know? You have to be literally out of your mind. That's why people think we're crazy, right? So there's that. Okay, so I have, those are the six things that I've learned. There's two more things I need to get done here before I sign off of this episode, the six year anniversary episode. So I have a prediction. You didn't know that was coming, did you? You didn't know I have a prediction for you. It is not scary, but however, if you have, so I got this prediction October 16th at 9.23 a.m. So if you have, um, I talked about last week having an electric vehicle, get rid of it now before it's too late. If you have a Tesla, get rid of it. I'm telling you, you've been warned. I know you're like ego. No, Jen, I love my Tesla. Just wait. It's not It's not a good thing. So it has to do with vehicles. So my prediction was the government is going to halt all production of trucks. They're going to stop selling them soon. So like there is an abundance of people driving pickup trucks, Rams, GMCs, whatever truck. People love their truck. Guys love their trucks. I'm sorry, but they just, there's so many trucks. Like I think there's more pickup trucks than there is vehicles. So having to do with climate change is gonna come, a really big thing that's gonna come up really, really soon, the next two or three years. So I have a prediction that the government's gonna halt all production of trucks and they're gonna stop selling them. So if you want a new truck, go get your new truck in the next two years and you should be good. So there's that. Now let's share the winners, shall we? The winners of the six day giveaway and where, are my notes for the oh here we go on the back page jen it's early i didn't have my tea yet that's why okay so there's four day one was a draw for the book for my book under through intuition and the winner of that is i don't it's so funny instagram doesn't have your real names so uh i will let you know obviously that you've won um but for the winner of my book under through intuition is amber sleep yoga Amber is a yoga instructor here in uh, Beaverton and uh, she has won the book. Uh, day two was a psychic reading, 30, 30 minutes online, um, not in person, online, okay, a psychic reading. So psychic is about you and your life, not mediumship. And the winner of that giveaway is Mama Anfers and I have no idea what her real name is, so I will let her know as well. Day three, Nobody got my emoji, but someone was very, very, very close to it. So I'm going to, I picked that person and the winner of the six journals. So I have designed some journals. I have six journals to give to one person and then she can decide who she wants to share those with or keep all of them for herself 
is Darla Shipton. So I will let her know. And then day four. Day four was a big one. One hour mediumship reading online, not in person. One. So anyone, anywhere in the world. And the winner of the one hour mediumship reading of day four. And I don't know her real name, but she she DMs me a lot. And I like conversations with her. Her name is Thoughts of Unio. Unio? I don't know. I will... I, that's the only thing bad about Instagram is I don't, I don't have your real name. Um, so the final day today, which you won't know the winner on the podcast, but I'm going to give away a one-year tuition spot to someone for spirit school. That is a value of $700. And I'm going to give a scholarship to someone. I'm going to give a scholarship away for someone who can join spirit school year two. You learn animal communication. We're learning meditation techniques. And that's going to help us with the rest of the year. So I think, I think that's all. I'm going to go have my tea now. <gasps> Everything's right with the world. Well, it's not, but in my own little world, everything is right because you know why? Because I'm in the present moment. In the present moment, when I'm talking to you guys, I am not thinking about anything else but talking to you guys. So be present as much as possible. Take a break. You're allowed to take a break. And if you can't meditate, go scream. Have an amazing day. Thank you guys so much for celebrating the six-year anniversary with me. And now we can move on to more things next week. But I appreciate you guys all being here. And I'll see you all next time. And I'll listen. you'll listen to me all next time on the Singing Medium Podcast.